Monday Matinee, your weekly series of live plays, classic drama and comedy, and a variety of audio drama from the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Welcome to the Sonic Society, episode 599, the world's greatest showcase of modern audio theater. I'm Jack Ward, of whom I am the Robin to his Batman, the Tonto to his Lone Ranger, the ever wide-eyed <laughs> companion to the Doctor, David Alt. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. And good morning, everyone. And you know, it's, it's very strange to be up this early on a Sunday morning for, for the Sonic Society release, <laughs> compared to a Tuesday night release, which has been for 14 years. That's and, right. Uh, it's especially strange considering today's feature. Right you are, David. For tonight, we're cramming in three episodes of Serene Diamond's original weekly audio drama series, The Midnight Case Files, a supernatural procedural mystery show the likes of CSI and Law and & Order. Oh, if they had a supernatural element, I'm guessing. Hmm? <laughs> and instead of reading the tea leaves for tonight's, uh, rather, well, today's show, we should simply get into the thick of it. You don't have to be a psychic to know that it all begins right here. On the Sonic Society. Society. At least, that's what the spirit guides are telling me. Hello and welcome. The Midnight Case Files is a weekly audio drama podcast. Episode 1, A Fateful Encounter. This paper really must start writing harder crosswords. A five-letter word for forbidden fruit? Ridiculous. Hello? Is there anybody in there? If you look at the sign, you will see I do not open for another three hours. Please, I need your help. We can't wait. All right, just a second. Thank you. I'm sorry for coming so early, but you're the only one I could think to come to. You're Minifred Lyle, the private detective, right? Min, please. And yes, but if you're looking for help, might I suggest the police? The police can't help me. Varen sent me. So, that old wine bag has managed to avoid the stake, huh? Surprising. How do you know Varen? You are human, are you not? I can tell from the smell. My boyfriend is a werewolf. He was accused of murder, but I know he didn't do it. Please, you have to help me. That's what you do, right? Help people like him? It occupies the time. All right. I am not agreeing to take your case, but you probably haven't seen him yet, have you? I'll take you to the gates, and you can tell me your story on the way. Where is it you said we're going? I tried to find him at the police station, but they said he wasn't there. You know Varen, and yet you do not even know that much? Most people are unaware of the supernatural, right? Well, we like to keep it that way. That is why those in charge built the gates, secret holding area, and jail for supernaturals accused of crimes deemed too exotic for public knowledge. Your suitor must have done something pretty foul to end up there. You said he was a werewolf? I'm guessing there was an eviscerated carcass, which the police probably chalked up to an animal attack. How did you know? Please, sweetie. I've been around the block a few times before. 
So what happened? Start from the beginning. Okay, well, Damon got scratched three years ago on a vacation overseas. We thought it was a wildcat or something, but obviously not. A month later, he transformed for the first time. Crashed through the window and ran into a nearby park. Thankfully, another wolf found him and eased him through it in the morning. It's through him that we found out about the supernatural underground. Since then, we rented a storage unit and I would chain him up every full moon. Everything had been fine so far. He's never hurt anyone and the only damage he's caused have been a few broken fences and some dead rabbits. He's never been violent, not even as a wolf. But last night he was found naked in a park next to a torn up carcass of a young jogger. You have to believe me. I know he didn't do it. The chains were broken, but even if he could break them, he'd never do something so violent. Take a deep breath and count backwards from five. Five, four, three, two, one. There we go. Better? Yeah, thanks. It's okay. Now, whether I believe you or not will not declare your partner innocent. I deal in truth. If I think I can find it, I'll take your case, but know that you may not like the answer. I've known many a wolf in my time, and trust me, the beast inside is not the person you know. Even if we want to believe that they are. Okay. We've arrived. Let me do the talking and keep close. Yes, I would like to see... What was his name again? Damon. Damon Johnson. Yes, I would like to speak to Damon Johnson. He is the wolf you picked up early this morning. I'm sorry, but it says here I'm not to let anyone in to see him under special orders from the chief. Yes, but I am not just anyone. See the name on my card? It says Minifred Lyle. Now let me in, as I am sure you know who I am, but if not, feel free to call the chief yourself, and I am sure that he will have many a word for the man who turned me away. Right away, Miss Lyle. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize you. Just men will do. Thank you. He let you in just like that? I am a bit of a known quantity around here. Now, let us get a move on. I skipped breakfast to meet you, and I'm getting a little peckish. Uh... Put that frown away. I have a few bags chilling in the fridge from my hookup at the blood bank. Tastes quite disgusting, actually, but it soothes the appetite for a time. Damon, I missed you! I missed you, too. Uh, are, are you alright? Am I alright? Look at you, you're all torn up. There are bruises and cut marks all over your face. What did they do to you? Fine. Really. Who's that with you? Minifred Lyle. I'm a private investigator who helps out with... Peculiar cases, such as yours. So, what can you tell me about last night? Not much. Just strange, actually. Uh, usually when I turn, uh, part of me stays conscious. It's like I'm in the passenger seat of my own body, looking through a dirty window into a foggy night. I can't quite make out the details, but I have a fuzzy sense of what's happening. I usually remember when I turn back in the morning, but last night, though? Nothing. It's all a blank for me. All I remember is uh, kissing Jamie goodbye a few hours before the moon. And then waking up covered in blood. I was sure wasn't mine. You can see how this does not look good for you, right? He didn't do it. I did not say that he did. I was merely stating the facts. What happens now then? Well... With so little to go on, we would normally check out the scene of the crime, but it is likely still crawling with cops, so even if one of the gate's workers is on duty, I doubt they would be able to let us in right now. 
Do all cases have to be worked around the cops? The cases in which there is no logical explanation are taken over by the gates through the use of memory manipulation. In smaller cases that can be explained away easily, we tend to let them do their thing. We cannot simply erase everyone's memory all the time, raises too many questions. With this case, however, we cannot simply waltz into the crime scene right now. So instead, we retrace your steps. The last thing you remember is the storage container, right? We should start there. Wow, this is a nice car. Thanks. Now punch the address into the GPS for me, would you? You have a smartphone? I don't know why, but I had in my head that you would be more... old world. I have always been on the forefront of technology, dear. You either adapt or you die. That, and it also helps to blend in when you are up to date. Now tell me a little more about yourself. How did you end up hearing from me? Well, like I said earlier, Damon met another wolf and he helped show us the ropes a little bit. He gave us a quick tour of the underworld and then jet off. He's the kind that can't keep still long, you know? Bad case of wanderlust, I guess. We had to learn the ropes ourselves for the most part. Let me guess. You started looking for a cure? How did you... I have been in this game a while. Most turned wolves' first step is looking for a cure. Yeah, well, as you can see, we're still looking. There are a lot of rumors and myths surrounding a supposed cure, but I believe in the tangible, and I have yet to see any evidence that such a cure exists. It's not about fact, it's about hope. The idea of the cure gives us a goal to keep going for, because without it, what's the point? Is being one of us so bad? Well, it landed Damon locked up, didn't it? I can't see that as a good thing. What's so wrong with hope? I have lived many years. Learn from my mistakes. Hope can only get you so far. We're here. It's that one on the left. Turn in. Okay, number 72 is over here. What exactly are we looking for? Anything suspicious. The fact that the door on 72 is completely torn off is a good start for one. That does not look good. No, it does not. Though this alone does not tell us much. We have to get closer. Tell me about your setup. Okay. Well, on the night of the full moon, we drive here, and I use those now broken shackles to chain Damon up to that cement wall. Then, I lock the door with five different chains and heavy-duty locks. That's always been enough for us. Till now, I guess. I just don't understand what happened. Hmm. What? See the marks on these chains? Yeah, they look like they were torn off. No. Look closer. See these fine, clean-cut lines? Those do not come from being torn. The chains were obviously ripped up, though. Look at them. Not necessarily. I think these chains were cut off, and then, only after they were cut, was the blunt damage dealt. So you're saying you think someone deliberately broke him out of the chains? Yes, but that does not necessarily clear Damon of anything yet. Keep looking for now. What's this weird purple liquid on the floor? It's not blood. It, it smells... earthy? Not sure... Help me take a sample and I will find out. I have a few friends with specialties that may be able to help. Wait, I think I found something else. Look at the door. Don't these marks look uniform? Good call. Hmm. Do you keep anything else in this locker? No, why? Any idea where this small shard of glass would come from then? No, but it can't be good. I think we have found everything for now. Just a second. Dimitri? I was wondering, who was on duty at Southside Park right now? Okay. Just him? Thank you. We should move to the scene of the crime. 
the mainstream police have cleared out, so we should be good to investigate. We have to make a detour first, though. Hello, Johnson. I brought you something. Hey, Min. I'm sure I don't have to ask you why you're here, huh? Look, I brought you a fresh coffee. I got it from that place you like. A special blend, they said. All right, you have five minutes. But this is the last time. Vampires can drink coffee? I thought they could only drink blood. Well, it doesn't suppress our appetite, but we can ingest it just fine. The caffeine also has no effect on us, nor can we really taste it. I think it reminds some of us of when we were human. It's such a human thing to have your morning coffee. Okay, but why did we have to go all the way to a specialty shop if he can't taste it? Oh, Johnson is just a coffee snob. All right, so this must be where the body was found. The cleanup crew must not have made their way here yet. Look at all the little bits of viscera. I'd rather not. That's disgusting. Do you want to clear your boyfriend or not? Fine. What are we looking for? Once again, anything suspicious. I don't see much. Not terribly helpful. No, that's my point. I've seen Damon's wolf. He thrashes around, a lot. If he escaped and ran around to the park, there should be traces left behind. Paw prints, marks on the ground, especially if there was a struggle with the victim. Not to mention it rained last night. Yet there's not nearly as much mud spread around as there should be. Almost as if... Someone covered up their movements. Good catch, Jamie. As for the lack of marks from Damon, that suggests a setup. From here, we should go to the morgue. I know the person involved in examining special cases. Does that mean you're taking the case? I am in the business of righting wrongs. I had to make sure that your Damon was innocent before I signed on. So you believe us then? Well, I do not know for sure, but someone once told me that hope is important. Yeah. Come on, men. Let's head to the morgue. A little less enthusiasm, please. We are going to see a dead body. Right. Sorry. Let's go. Okay, let me do the talking, and whatever you do, please, do not stare. Mateo can be a little... unsettling to some people. Hello, Mateo. Nice to see you. Hello. Sorry, just finishing lunch. Is that a human eye he's eating? Yes, Mateo is a ghoul. He can only eat human flesh. That's fine. This is fine. I'm not freaking out. This is totally normal. I'm not grossed out about this at all. Nope. Totally fine. You're staring. Sorry, I'm new to this whole underworld thing. Is he going to be okay? Ignore him. I am sorry I brought him. Sorry to drop in, but I was wondering if you could show me the body discovered this morning? Ah, the Jane Doe jogger from Southside. Great skin, slender fingers, big green eyes. Yeah, she's right in here. One sec. He's not going to... Is he? What? Eat her? Yes, of course. Everybody has to eat. That is his payment for working in the morgue. He only eats the unidentified bodies, though, after the investigation is complete. Nobody gets hurt, except for the dead people, I guess, but they were already dead, so they cannot complain. I guess I never thought about it that way. Okay, the body's ready to be seen. Come this way, please. What can you tell us about the body? Lots of stuff. I can tell you that she jogged at least four days a week ate healthily, and took good care of her skin. What specifically do you want to know? 
Well, for starters, what was the cause of death? As you can clearly see, there are claw marks all over her body, but they aren't deep enough to cause immediate death. That, coupled with the amount of blood on her, suggests that she was killed before the claw marks were inflicted. If I had to guess, I would say a stab wound. See this gash here? Yeah, it's way deeper than the others. Exactly. The claw marks were likely dealt with only after the girl was dead. They don't look natural, though. More like someone else forced the clawed hand. So you're saying Damon couldn't have done it? He did not say that. He just thinks she was not killed by his claws. Damon is still the most likely suspect, correct? Yeah, I'm sorry. Do not fret. I still believe in his innocence. We will figure this out together. Deal? Deal. Thank you. For what? Never mind. So now to examine the sample? You know, a forensic scientist? Not exactly. We are going to the forest. I know a few dryads who live in this forest. Those are like tree fairies, right? Wow, I'm impressed. They were one of the first creatures we looked into for a cure. She is a little shy, so keep quiet. Right. Anna, are you still here? Min, is that you? OMG, I've missed you. How long have you been back in town? A few months. Sorry I haven't visited yet, I've been very busy. Listen, I'm sorry to ask you, but... You need my help identifying something, right? Very well. But it'll cost you. That friend of yours, is that a sterling silver necklace? It was a gift from Damon. Do you want that bauble or the real thing? Okay, here you go. Just tell me what this is. Thank you. Okay. Hmm. You're right to bring this to me. This shouldn't exist. What is it? A flower. Wolfsbane to be exact. But an extra potent strain that hasn't been around for several centuries. Judging by the look on your face, I'd say this isn't a good revelation. Wolfsbane is poison. One that's especially effective against wolves. So someone tried to poison Damon? There were bits of it all over the floor, though. What's the most effective way to distribute Wolfsbane? That would depend on what you were trying to accomplish. For a slow poison, you would want them to ingest it. If you crushed it up and had them breathe it in, that would be the fastest acting. The second fastest would probably be mixing it into a tincture and injecting it. That would explain why it was in liquid form all over the floor. It would also explain the shard of broken glass. You think they tried to inject him and he struggled, causing the syringe to break? Yes. They must have missed a piece in the cleanup. Anna, can you tell us a bit more about Wolfsbane poisoning? How much would it take to poison a wolf? Hmm, let me think. Well, if it was injected, I would say it would take about three grams to kill instantly. Since he isn't dead, I think it would take about a third of that to knock one out. Any more than half a gram would be deadly. It's just a matter of time. Is there an antidote? Yes, but it'll take time. It won't be cheap either. I believe you still owe me one from your feud with the Ents. Really? You want to call in a favor that big for some human and a dog? Okay, your call. I'll send a raven when it's ready. We should return to the gates. Damon will be starting to feel the effects of the poison by now. Thank you. I just talked to the guard. Damon is in critical condition, but he's alive. I talked my way through, so you are able to go visit him in the hospital bed. You go ahead. I will wait outside for Anna's raven. 
Oh, Damon. I can't believe this happened to you. This is all my fault. I never should have taken you overseas. Please forgive me. You can't leave me, okay? I, I don't know what I would do without you. There's an antidote coming, so you have to be strong. Please just hold on a little longer. <coughs> you have to leave. Now. No, I won't leave him. Security, escort this man out of the room. No! Jamie, it will be okay. I have the cure. Here, give this to him. Jamie, come with me. Here, I got you a soda. Thanks. So what happens now? Well, I talked to the doctor and they said Damon is in stable condition. He'll pull through. So he's free to go? Unfortunately not. Damon is still the number one suspect in the case. As for the case, the evidence I provided should be enough to start building a solid case. So it was pointless then. Everything we did was for nothing. I never said that. We saved Damon's life tonight. Plus, with the case we built, I managed to convince the head of the gates to let Damon go on parole. But we are not done yet. We still have to figure out who framed Damon and why. We? Of course. You roped me into this case, and I am going to need all the help I can get if I am going to figure this thing out. All right then, cheers. To the start of something big. Cheers. Midnight Case Files is written and produced by Serene Diamond. The voice of Min is Kathy Herb. The voices of Jamie and Matteo are Jonah Simmons. The voice of Damon is Milan Janzik. The voice of Anna is Nat Richard. Additional voices by Serene Diamond. The music is composed by Corey Hawkway. Visit MidnightCaseFiles.com for more info. Visit us on Facebook at The Midnight Case Files or on Twitter at Midnight Files. Hello and welcome. The Midnight Case Files is a weekly audio drama podcast. Episode 2, Winter Worries. Ah, Jamie. Finally. I was wondering when you would show up. I made you a coffee. Hey, Min. I, uh, have a surprise. Surprise! You did not... If you mean invite Damon along, then yes, I may have. What is he doing here? Why don't I let him explain? I want to help. Help what? Get coffee? As you can see, we are well covered in that department. Thank you and goodbye. Look, Jamie told me you could be a bit prickly first, but I want to repay you for helping me. The case is only half solved. Exactly. That's my point. I can help you. I already have your partner as my assistant, and I am quite sure his level of observation quite outdoes your own. What makes you say that? Well, for one, your shirt is inside out. Also, there's a stain on it from what appears to be... pizza? Uh, pasta, actually. And okay, you got me there. Uh, but I can help you in other ways. Like how? Well, for one, my wolf gives me a heightened sense of smell. For example, I can tell that you brewed your coffee... 35 minutes ago, and it's a blend from... Jamaica. And the beans are slightly burnt. Oh, and you brewed it for too long. I have not made coffee in quite some time. I bet it is still delicious. Just admit it, that was kind of impressive. Look, we both know he can help us. His charges haven't been cleared yet. All the more reason for him to help us solve it sooner. Hey, I'm on parole. Fine, he can stay for today. 
We'll talk more about this later. I have a client scheduled at 12. What kind of case is it? I am not sure yet. This is just a consultation. Before I forget, I need some new notepads. Would you two mind running out and grabbing some for me? There is a shop I frequent on 3rd and Academy that should have everything I need. Here is a list. Oh, and make sure you are back by 11.30 sharp. Back already? That didn't take long. You were only gone 15 minutes. We didn't make it. Why not? Do me a favor and look at me. Why are you covered in snow? It is only August. That's what I want to know. It's snowing like crazy outside. All the transit's been shut down. It was not snowing when you came in. Was it? Not at all. Bright sunny day, actually. Well, that certainly is strange. Oh, hello. I'm sorry that I'm early, but the situation seems to have worsened. Hello, Alfred. These are my assistants, Jamie and Damon. Hello. What is this guy doing here? He's a human. I can tell by his scent. I thought that you didn't serve humans. Do not be rude to the client. Alfred is an acquaintance of mine from a long time ago, and I do not serve anyone. I help them. You sure are looking worse for wear. How long has it been? 50? 60 years? Oh, at least that long. Time isn't as nice to you as others. You, of course, look as beautiful as always. Very kind of you, Alfred. Now, what can we help you with today? Well, I'm sure you've noticed the weather. Snowstorm in the summer? Yeah, we noticed. Do you know something about this? Yes. Quite intimately, you could say. You see, a long time ago, I collapsed while mountain climbing. When I woke up, I saw the face of a beautiful young woman. She was kind and sweet and nursed me back to health. I fell in love and decided to stay. I grew older and she did not. She told me what she really was, but having some knowledge of this world, I wasn't dismayed. Ah, a Yukiona, huh? Oh wait, I know this one. An angel's beauty who lives on snowy peaks and has the ability to control ice and snow. That's right. The day she told me what she was, I asked her to marry me. We lived together in the mountains ever since. Years after we were married, we had a child, Chie. We lived as a happy family, far away from the world I once knew, until a few days ago, when Chie went missing. She was always interested in the outside world, but we kept her in the mountains to keep her safe. At first, I thought maybe she ran away to see the world. I figured she would be back any day, but... Three days turned to four, and my wife was racked with worry. She scoured every inch of our mountains and found Chie's hair ribbon. She never takes off her hair ribbon. So you think something happened to Chie? My wife is certain. She stormed down the mountain in search of her. And that's why there's a snowstorm. Exactly. I fear if we don't find Chie soon, the city might be buried in snow. Say no more. I understand. Jamie, Damon, meet me back here in 20 minutes and bring your winter gear. We are going mountain climbing. All right, this is as far as the car can take us. We walk from here. Good. I needed to stretch my legs anyway. So where do we start searching? I was actually hoping that you could help with that one, Damon. You forced yourself here. You might as well make yourself useful. I got Chie's hair ribbon from Alfred and was hoping you could get a scent off it. I don't normally track, but I can do my best. Hopefully that will be enough. I think I got something. 
It's faint, though. Good job, D. Lead the way. Uh, it's just a little bit further now. Uh, we're getting close, though. Wait, wait. Here! Here! It's right here! There's nothing here. Just snow. Wait. Aha! I knew there was something. See? I found a... a I actually have no idea what this is. Ow! It's hot! It looks like ember stone. Oh no. Uh, also, quick question. What is that? Emberstone is a kind of gemstone that irradiates out a wave of heat energy. Hmm, right. She's saying it's a magic hot rock. Oh, wait, but if that was found with her scent on it, and she's a being of ice, doesn't that mean... Yes, she was likely weakened by it. And I'm guessing Emberstone isn't naturally found on a snowy mountaintop? Foul play. Exactly. This is bad. Where do we go from here? Well, Emberstone is pretty rare, and it's not strictly legal in this part of the world. Anyone who had access to this is likely tuned into the criminal underworld. Let me guess. You have just the perfect contact to talk to. I always do. So where are we going then? The Flights of Fancy Brewery. Hey, I know that place. They're famous for their daily rotating flights of beer. Cheap, but trendy. Oh, why there, though? That place is a hotbed of the so-called criminal underground. Catch your breath quick. We leave down the mountain in five. This doesn't really look like much of a criminal hub. As much as a hangout for beer-loving hipsters. Well, I guess it wouldn't be much of a criminal underground if it was out in the open, though. Well, you are half right. Black market dealings are not done straight out in the open, but we do not have to go far from here. See that plaque over there? Yeah, I saw it. Can you tell me what is written on it? No, I'm not sure. Both of you, take a good look at the plaque for a few seconds. Now, tell me what it says. I have no idea. I, I swear I'm trying to concentrate, but I... It's like... Like your focus brushed right past it, correct? Yeah, like I can't look right at it or something. Exactly. That would be the focus glimmer kind of spell that guides your focus away from a specific spot. It makes people feel uneasy so that they ignore something. Here, look at it again. Ow! Did you see it? Yeah, right when you hit us, the wall with the plaque disappeared, or... Wait, it's not there at all, is it? No, the spell prevents you from seeing it, but when I hit you, your attention was elsewhere for a second, allowing you to see past... What was that for? That is awesome. Do it again. Gladly. Wait, wait, wait. The wall is not actually there, right? Let's just walk past it. <sighs> I suppose that works as well. Aw, I wanted to see it disappear. Just come with me, D. Hello, Aaron. Long time no see. Holy shit, is that you, Min? In the flesh and plasma. <laughs> I thought you bounced out of this hellhole years ago. Yes, well... Something pressing brought me back. Ah, so this is for business then, not pleasure. Who says it can't be both? Jamie, get us a few beers, would you, dear? A pale ale, please. The Angel Tears is the best. So, are you buying or selling? Neither. I was hoping you could tell me about this. Ah, so buying then. Uh, you know better than most that information has a cost. Fine. What do you want? You don't have to be so harsh, love. 
I'm just trying to get by, same as everyone. Hmm. You there, boy. You're a wolf, yeah? Yeah. What of it? You know, wolf blood is a particularly powerful ingredient in certain spells. Damon, no. He is not a part of this. No. It's all right. I said it would help. Now, is that all you need? That should suffice for now. All right, that's a deal. Great. I will send a carrier by your office later. Leave me the address. You really do not have to do this. No. I want to. I've been helping some way. <laughs> Just know, blood magic can have untoward consequences. Well, that's a problem for future Damon. Right now, there's a little girl in trouble. <sighs> All right, then. Now tell us what we want to know. Do you recognize this? Emberstone? Yeah, I recognize something as rare as that. Paid an arm and a leg to get that. Almost literally, too. Made a small fortune selling it off, though. Who from? You know I can't share that information. <laughs> Just joking. Love, you know me. Everything is for sale. And you've already paid your price. Unfortunately, I can't tell you much about him. Young guy, wore a hood with a symbol on it, looked like this. You did not have to carve it into the table. I brought a pen. Hey, yeah. This is more fun, though. Hey, I recognize that. A shield with a tree on it? What do those mean? It's not just any shield. Combined with a tree, it has a new meaning. That's an olive tree, which makes that shield the Aegis. The what? They're symbols of Athena, the Greek goddess of wisdom and war. Well, that's not a great sign. Where do we go from here? Here's your beers. Sorry, that was a big line. Hey, I've seen that symbol under the South River Bridge. Well then, it looks like we found our lead then. The storm is really starting to pick up. Tell me we are getting close. I think so. I'm pretty sure I saw it just over there. Why were you down here anyway? I tried to take a shortcut back home and ended up lost. It was weird. All of a sudden I couldn't recognize anywhere and every turn I took seemed to wind up somewhere else. This is bad. If you squint, you should be able to see a thin layer of mist. Yeah. What is that? A confusion spell used to protect areas and make sure anyone poking around in an area will get lost. That sounds similar to the kind of spell used in the bar. They're from the same family of spells. Only this one is far more potent. It's also a restricted spell. There are restricted spells? Of course. Humans put restrictions on dangerous weapons, right? This is the same. Only this spell is restricted not from the effect, but because of the cost to cast it. All magic comes at a price and requires ingredients. This one requires the fresh, spilled magic blood of an innocent. Considering the quality of this spell and the area it covers, I would say there were likely more than one involved. That's horrible! So what you're saying is, whoever we're dealing with is dangerous. Exactly. So make sure to stay together. I think we are here. So the question now is how do we get in? I have a few tricks up my sleeve. Here, take this. A piece of cloth? Not just any cloth. This is a piece of a Dullahan's cloak. The headless horse riders that collect the souls of dying humans? Yes. 
But you see, a Dullahan must be able to go anywhere, so their cloaks have the ability to unlock any door. Place that on the crest and it should unlock whatever seal they have placed on it. Ah, it just burst into flames! There must have been a strong protection barrier around it. Damn. It was really hard procuring that. Wait, look. A door's opening. It worked! Let's go! It's completely dark in here. Don't worry, I brought flashlights for everyone. Here. Thank you. I don't like it in here. I smell fear. I'll be okay as long as you're here. That's very sweet, but I wasn't talking about you. I can sense an overwhelming amount of fear inside. I wonder how many people are in here. I can hear about four heartbeats. So tick close to me. I found the intruders. Hallway 17B. We have been spotted. Jamie, stay behind us. Get down! I didn't know you could move that fast, Min. There is a lot you do not know about me. More are coming. We must hurry. Stop right there. I'll take care of them. You guys run. I hear something. Help, please. Down this hall. Look, that must be Chie. Don't worry, we're here to rescue you. Your father sent us. Thank you. Please get me out of this cage. Damn it, it's locked. I wish I still had that dual hand cloak. Step aside. I will take care of it. Oh, that was incredible. Like I said, there is much you do not know about me, but we should hurry and leave now. Right, come with us. You found her. Thank goodness. I was so worried. Let's hurry and get you home before your mother buries the city in snow. Of course, that is of the utmost importance. But first, would we be able to ask young Chie a few questions? Who was it that kidnapped you? And for what purpose? Min, please. I relax, Chie. It's okay. I promise. Now, what do you remember about the people who took you? Anything at all would be helpful. Well, I was walking around the mountains like always, when I suddenly felt really hot and weak. The next thing I remember was waking up in a cell. They cut my hair. I am so sorry. Yuki Ona store their ice magic in their hair. It's okay. I'll be without my powers for a year or two, but I'll get them back when my hair grows back. The ones who took you, did they say anything that sounded weird to you? Well, they kept talking about collecting the proper ingredients. I heard what I think were screams from a few other children, but I'm not sure. They also kept mentioning a name. Something like... Amos? Aegis? Yeah, that sounds right. I'm sorry I can't help much, but I was kept in that cage the whole time. Thank you for rescuing me. Of course. It is what I... What we do. You get on your way now, and let us know at any sign of trouble, or if you remember anything else. I'm so glad we found her. Yes, I am quite relieved myself, but... You're thinking about what she said, aren't you? About the other children? Do you know something about that? I came to the city looking for a missing banshee child. It's probably unrelated, but... We'll find her. We'll find all of them. And whatever Aegis is planning, we'll stop them together. You're not alone anymore now, Min. We're a team. I suppose we are. Even me? Yes. But do not push your luck. The 
Midnight Case Files is written and produced by Serene Diamond. The music is written by Corey Hawkway and Trio Telfair. You can find them at triotelfair.bandcamp.com. The voice of Min was Kathy Herbert. The voice of Jamie was Jonah Simmons. The voice of Damon was Milan Janzik. The voices of Alfred and Aaron were Jeff Diamond. The voice of Chie was Sam Cortez. Additional voices by Serene Diamond. If you like the show, you can show your support by leaving us a review on iTunes or visiting us on social media. We're on Facebook at The Midnight Case Files, on Twitter at Midnight Files, or on our website, midnightcasefiles.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. Hello and welcome to The Midnight Case Files, Episode 3, Murder at Night. Ah, shit. This is bad. Put your hands in the air where I can see them. Oh god, what is he doing? Is he keying her? Step away from the body. Now! So what do you feel like having for dinner? And don't say raw steak. But I'm hungry. It's almost a full moon. No it isn't. The last one was only two weeks ago. Oh yeah, but it tastes so good. Besides, raw meat isn't good for you. You still have a human digestion system. Actually, do you have a human digestion system? I don't know. I think you're asking the wrong dude. Oh, hey, Min. How did the library at the gates go? Did you find anything out about ages? Unfortunately not. The archive was woefully lacking in the information we desired. Any calls for me while I was out? Yeah. One, actually. There was a body of a young woman found in an alley. A young man was found by the police hunching over the body and stuffing pieces of the corpse into his mouth. The kid asked for you specifically. He's being held at the gates. Sounds like a Wendigo. Just when I thought this day was almost over. Alright, let's go. Can we stop for food on the way, please? Really, really hungry. He can still eat after hearing that? Stronger stomach than most. Hello. We're here to see Ken Diaz. He requested us, so we should be on the list. Yes, he's in holding room four. You know the way. I'll buzz you. You mentioned our client was a Wendigo? What exactly is that? Creatures that must consume the flesh of humans to survive. Sort of like a cross between a vampire and a werewolf. As primal and strong as a werewolf with the same carnal desire for food that we have. Legend says that the first Wendigo was a human who was cursed after taking part in cannibalization. These days, most are born the same way as other creatures are. Very few creatures are pure blood these days. This should be it. Hello, you must be Ken. <laughs> you, Min? That would be me. I heard that you help people. People like me. I help those in need. The innocent. They think I killed that woman. I swear, I didn't. You were found feeding on her. Surely you understand the implication. Yeah, all right. I admit, I did eat her. I was starving. Haven't eaten in weeks. And when I saw her, hunger took over. But I swear, she was like that when I found her. Why should we believe you? 
because I'm telling the truth, duh. Besides, if I was going to kill, why in the hell would I kill a magical creature? Magical beings taste awful and don't satiate the hunger much, not to mention the heat it brings. Plus, she tasted awful, all dry and gamey, ugh. Plus, she was super old, not fresh at all. Wait, what did you just say? They taste awful. Everyone but humans do. Not sure why. No, before that, about the woman, you said she was a magical being? Yeah, definitely magical. Not sure which kind, but I think it was benevolent. How could you tell? Magical beings have an aura about them. Like a small part of your personality radiating out from you. It's not infallible, but you can generally tell whether something is sinister or good. It is true that a benevolent creature would be an odd choice to target for feeding. They tend to belong to clans who would notice if one went missing. That's assuming it wasn't him. I'm still here, you know. See, I don't think he did it. He's a little weird, but... I think he's telling us the truth here. For once, I actually agree with you. It is true that magical creatures taste horrible. It seems odd that someone would target them. So are we taking the case then? Yes, I think so. Can you tell us anything else about the woman? No. Weirdly, I don't remember much. Almost like I was occupied or something. Probably want to avoid sarcasm with the people who just agreed to help you. Alright then. Now we find out who the lead detective is. If two creatures are involved, it will definitely be a Gates detective leading the case. I will talk to the lead detective and find out where the crime scene is. You two go back to the office and get my investigation kit. I will text you the location of the crime scene and we can meet there. Busy. Come back later. Are you sure? I thought you might have a minute for an old friend. Oh, that's an understatement. You look like shit. I'm just kidding. You look the same as the day I met you. I see your crude sense of humor has not changed. Well, something's never changed. What are you doing here? I heard you went down, but... I was hoping you could tell me something about Ken Diaz. Of course. You're here for a case. I heard you were working as a private eye now. I don't know why I thought you might be here for me, to give me some sort of explanation. I guess you never were much for talk. Barry, I'm sorry. I was going through a lot back then. Yeah, we all were. We were supposed to be a team. We promised each other we would get through anything. But you, you just left. No note, no anything. I spent the better part of a decade thinking you were killed in the Invisible War. I know. No, you don't. How could you? You were gone. I don't know why I'm getting worked up over this. I promised myself I was over it all. Look, I know there is nothing I can say to make it better, but... Forget it. I don't want to talk about this anymore. You came here on a case, right? Ken Diaz? Yeah. Well, not much to say. He's a wendigo. Picked up after a report of him meeting a woman in an alley. What about the woman? Anything you can tell me there? Well, the official report should come out by tomorrow, but you look like you're in a rush. Valerie Landon. She was a Valkyrie that worked as a flight attendant. She was old, too. From a cursory look, a coroner guessed at least a millennium. Maybe older. They're real? Wow, something the illustrious men doesn't know. I never thought I would see the day. Yeah, they're real. Just about everything in the myth is true. They fly around collecting the souls of fallen heroes to take them to Valhalla. Of course, you can't go flying about in broad daylight anymore, so Valerie got a job as a flight attendant so she could travel to her marks. 
there can't be many heroes nowadays. Well, supposedly the hero thing is more symbolic. These days, they're more like modern-day philanthropists. I'm also not sure I believe in this whole Valhalla thing, but they sure do. What else can you tell me? Anything about the body or cause of death? The autopsy is still underway, so the cause of death is unknown, but due to the condition of the body, we figure it was probably the Gorn that the kid did. One last thing. Can you tell me the location of the crime scene? You're going to investigate, aren't you? Well, I can't just give out sensitive information to a member of the public like that, but just between you and me... Corner of 4th and 7th. Thank you, Barry. I mean it. Of course, man. I hope you find what you're looking for. Me too. I'm sorry. I know. No go. I have a lot of work to do. Oh good, you two made it. Did you bring the kit I asked for? Yeah, Damon has it. God, what the hell's in this thing? It weighs a ton. Oh, the usual. Fingerprint kit, spectral scanner, blood centrifuge, and backup power generator. Nothing special. So, where do we start? Well, the body is gone, but we can see her location from the chalk outline. Grab the luminol and UV light from the kit and spray it around for me. The luminol should react with any blood residue and show us the range that the blood sprayed. Got it. That's strange. What? Well, I sprayed it around like you said, but when I shone the UV light around, there was only a small amount that showed up on the body. Maybe you did it wrong? Here, can I? Still nothing. Does that mean there wasn't much blood spray? I suppose not. Hang on a minute. If this kid ripped into her like they say he did, the blood should have splattered all over. My wolf leaves a huge mess when it eats, and usually we just feed it raw steaks. Yes. That does seem unusual. Unless... What if something else drained the blood before he got there? Remember what Ken said, that she tasted dry and gamey? I don't know who would want to eat Valkyrie blood, though. Like Ken said, creatures taste awful. Wait. Did you say Valkyrie? Yes, why? Apparently our victim was a Valkyrie. I used to read a lot of Norse mythology when I was younger. Valkyrie blood is said to carry a portion of the strength of all the heroes that they've sent to Valhalla. Very potent stuff. So you're suggesting that someone before Ken drained her of her blood not to eat, but to use it for some other purpose? I suppose that does make a sort of sense. Plus, who do we know who is collecting magical creature parts? Ages. Ages. Exactly. Of course, none of this means much if we cannot prove it. Wait, I just remembered something you said about Valkyries. You said they come to transport the souls of heroes when they die, right? Yeah? Why? Well, our Valerie was old, right? A millennium, at least. Do you think she would classify as a hero, then? Perhaps. She did seem to be one of the higher-ups. What are you suggesting? What if one of the other Valkyries came to take Valerie? Is he right? If we could talk to them, then maybe they could prove that Ken didn't kill her. All we need is them to prove that she was dead before he got there and tore apart the body. Do not know. Maybe. But the Valkyrie are very elusive. I wouldn't have any idea where to start looking. I only just discovered they were real myself. All I've heard about them are hushed whispers from back rooms. Just tell me the back rooms and I'll go listen. I can hear very good. It is not that simple. There is a hierarchy. Races that have to do with death and the afterlife are among the highest ranking. All very powerful, both in terms of ability and influence on the underworld. 
They also tend to be very secretive. There is a reason I have lived as long as I have, and yet have only heard rumors. There isn't some sort of directory for high-ranking races, eh? Actually, there is. But you cannot simply examine it. The record is kept under tight wraps by the High Council, a collection of respected elders of the high-ranking races that set the rules and conditions of the underworld. I guess we can't just waltz into the chambers and ask for help, huh? Correct. Even I do not know the location of the High Council's headquarters. You have friends in high places, though, right? Sure those records are used to help in high-profile cases, right? Why not ask someone to take a quick peek for you while they're investigating something unrelated? That is... actually not a bad idea. Good job, Damon. I think I know just who to ask. I will have to cash in a few more favors, though. It will not come cheap. Damon, Jamie, go to my safe deposit box and grab a few things for me. I will text you what I need and where I need you to bring it. Here is the key and the address. Move swiftly. All right. Let's do this thing. Yes. Let us. I am here to see Prosecutor Karma. I do not have an appointment, but she is expecting me. You'll need to send in here, please. Here's your pass. Make sure you scan it at the third elevator before you press the call button. Otherwise, you'll be taken to the offices of the mortal courts. When did the gates move into the mortal courts? About 80 years ago. The old one was destroyed in the Invisible War. We used dimension magic to occupy the same space. Makes it easier to manipulate the mortal records when it occupies the same plane of existence, you know? Right. Thank you. Come in, Min. I left the door unlocked. Hello, Karma. I am sure you are not wondering why I am here. Of course not. One of the benefits of being an oracle, I suppose. Certainly makes prosecuting easier when you know what choices lead to the potential future you desire. I was wondering how long it would take for you to come visit, though. 85% of outcomes showed you were coming within your first month of being back in town. I even bought those awful cookies you like. Of course, now they've gone stale. It is okay. I only like the smell anyway. They remind me of my childhood. Thank you. I am sorry I did not come sooner. It's fine, love. I knew you would come eventually. All but three paths had you visiting in the first three years, and it only took four months. So I count that as a win. That is one of the nice things of being friends with you. I never have to explain myself. You already know. Quite. No need for apologies. I knew you were leaving before you did. However, I know you're going to anyway. So go on, get it over with, and be brief. We have much to discuss, and I only have 20 minutes left in lunch. I am sorry, Karma. I had to leave, but I should have said something. At least let you know I was back. Again, I knew of your return before you did. But thank you. I did miss you. Me too. All right, enough of that. Now for why you came. You're looking into the Valkyries, right? Yeah, I was hoping Look you into could... the archives and get you into contact with one of them for you, right? Unfortunately, that is not an easy request to fulfill. But I... Yes, I am prosecuting a case that requires me to look into the archives. So no, I can't just quickly flip through. It's under strict supervision, even when being investigated. 
Do you? Yeah, I do know the guard, but he won't be bought off cheaply. I have. Have your associates drop off the vial of Phoenix Tears at my office tonight, and I'll hook you up with a meeting for you tomorrow. Don't you worry about my price. Consider it on the house. This time. Thanks. You're welcome. Take care of yourself, Min. Dark times are headed your way. I have to get back to work. I'll see you soon. All right, so Karma set up our meeting with Clara. She is supposedly one of the head Valkyries. Hopefully she can tell us what we need to know. Knowing Karma, she probably got in contact with the exact Valkyrie we are looking for. Where is Jamie? He wasn't feeling very well, so he went home to rest. The, that vial that you had us drop off, those were phoenix tears, weren't they? Yes. Did they really make you immortal? Yes. How'd you get them? It is a long story that I would rather not get into. Why do you have them? I was saving them for someone. So we could stay together, and they wouldn't be cursed with vampirism. What happened? They died. I would rather not talk about it. You know, you're more perceptive than you seem. I'm sorry. Look, there is our contact. I am sorry Jamie could not be here, but higher-ranking races look down upon mortals. My associate here is Damon. Do you mind if I record this for evidence? Nice to meet you. Likewise. What is it you need? And I suppose so long as you use the gate's protection to make sure no one else can see it. Of course. Now, about Valerie. Did you know her? Yes. She is... was my sister. It is Valkyrie tradition that family be the one to ferry the souls of other Valkyrie. I am the last of our name now. I know it must be very difficult for you, but could you answer a couple questions about Valerie? Yes, I will do my best. What is it that you want to know? What was the state of your sister's body when you found her? How did she look? Like she was sleeping. So no obvious damage to the body then? No, though she was very pale and felt very light. That seemed unusual to me. Well then Ken couldn't have killed her. Do you think it's possible that someone else drained her blood? I suppose it's possible. But I wouldn't say it's likely. We Valkyrie have immensely high defensive auras around us. Anyone who would dare defile them would be unable to penetrate. The only thing I could think of that could incapacitate one of us would be the scream of a banshee. Even then, you would need to freeze the barrier around us. <gasps> did, did, did you say banshee? Would Yuki Ona magic be enough? I suppose. Why? Do you think someone did this to my sister? Hey, Min, are you all right? You look paler than usual. I'm fine. Clara, we believe an organization known as Aegis may be collecting magic. We think they could be behind your sister's death. This is a very serious claim. If you are correct, I will scorch the very land they walk on. Let no one defile the body of my sister and live to see the sunrise. What is happening? I do not know, but it does not look good. Clara, Clara, calm down. I will do no such thing, Kimi I will find these Valkyries, and they will pay for what they have done. What's happening to her wings? They're turning jagged and black. I have seen this before. Get down! What the hell just happened? Something horrible. 
I think our Valkyrie just turned into a fury. I have heard that when powerful females have a need for revenge so powerful that it destroys their very being, they turn into a creature of pure vengeance bent only on the destruction of their target. Is, is she going to be okay? I do not think so. I have never heard of a fury turning back. How awful. How did they go with the Valkyrie? Did you get the information you needed? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Is he okay? What happened? I think it would be best you leave it alone. But you found out what we needed to know. Yeah. We have video testimony that proves that Valerie was dead with her blood drained well before Ken made it to the scene. With this, he should be free to go. That's good. Will Damon be alright? He saw something he should never have seen. Something no one should ever see. Just make sure you are there for him. He needs you right now. That boy has a big heart. Yeah, he cares more than anyone I've ever met. That is a strength, but also a weakness. Take care of him, okay? Of course. Good work today. Go home. Bye, men. Goodbye, Jamie. And that's this week's show. Please be sure to check out the Sonic Society homepage at sonicsociety.org for upcoming news and episodes from the Sonic Society, part of the Mutual Audio Network at mutualaudionetwork.com. And until next week, when we look at a varied audio drama... Oh, come on, Jack, aren't they all? <laughs> I'm David Alt, And I'm Jack Ward. Have a very pleasant day. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hi, my name is Tracy Babian, co-author of the Carlson Chronicles podcast. My husband, J.A. Babian, the main author, had a triple stroke in the latter part of August of this year. Jerry was lifelighted to Tulsa, Oklahoma, with a brain bleed that the doctors thought they were going to have to do surgery on him, which surely would have killed him. Thank the Lord they didn't. He survived that brain bleed and swelling, but he is in need of so much for his recovery. I have started a GoFundMe to help with all the costs that I just don't have. I retired back in April of this year so that I could take care of Jerry, as he was starting to show signs then that I just didn't catch. Little did I know this would be a blessing in disguise. He is fighting this setback of memory loss and 75% use of his right leg, arm, along with his cognitive speech. Considering the doctor said he would not make it, I consider him to be a miracle. 
Medicare has only granted 12 visits of physical and speech therapy twice a week. He needs at least six months' worth of speech therapy alone. That is a total of $4,000 we need to pay up front that I just don't have. So far, we have had $775 in donations of the $10,000 we need come in. Please donate today so that he can get his needed medication, therapy, and also help pay bills that Medicare just will not cover, even if it's only $5. I update this account so folks can see his progress. You can go to my Facebook account, Tracy Babian VO, to find the pinned link with the title Jerry Babian Stroke Victim Needs. Jerry says, thank you. I still have a lot to write on my stories that I want to get done. Please help me to achieve that goal. Thank you in advance for your donation. Tracy Babian